0: o apyayantumamangani Vak mama rani vaa sarvam brahma upanishadam Maham brahmanira kurya mama brahmanira karo Anirā karṇam astu, anirā me astu Talātmane nirateyaupanishat sudharmās Te mai santu, te mai santu Om shānti 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 shṛtis mṛtipurānānā Ādayaṁ namāmi bhagavat pādaṁ Śaṅkaraṁ lokaśaṅkaraṁ Śaṅkaraṁ śaṅkarāśāryaṁ Keshavam bādarāyaṁ vande bhagavantao punah Ishwaro guru ratme de murti bhedavibhagine vyoma bhadhyatta vehaya dakshya murtaye namaham Omita Yudgayate, Tasso Pavyakyanam,
1: Tasso Pavyakyanam,
0: Athayat Parodi, Jotir, Jotir, Deepyade, Vishwata Prashteshu. Sarvatah Tapurushti Shu Anuttame Shutta
1: sho,
0: Idam Vavatata Yadidam Asmin and Tapurushe Jyoti He Yatraitad, Yatraitad, Asmin Shari Samsparshena, Ushnimanam Shena, Asmin Shari
1: Yatraitad, Karanam
0: Vijnati, Pushnivanam Vijnanati, Ninadam Iva. That's who Iva Adni Vajualata Hapushan, उपश्रणोते Uposhano, Tade Tata, Bristam The (coughs) Jyot is a light that shines beyond the heaven. Vishwata Prushteshu. That is beyond the whole universe. Sarvata Prushteshu. Beyond everything. Anuttameshu, Uttameshu Lokeshu. Uttameshu Lokeshu in the world that are exalted. Anuttameshu, which are unsurpassingly good. Idam What is that light that shines beyond the heaven above all the worlds? Yet, there is Param Brahma of course, but then, Tadidam, Asmin Anta Purushe That light the same as the Jyoti light that is within this person. The idea is that this light within the body, is the Alambana, is a place of concentration for meditating upon the light which is brahman tasya <coughs> esha you can see that light how do you see etretat asmin sharire vijanati that by the touch you can feel the heat within this body that's how you see that light tasya esha sudhihi. This is how you hear that light. Yattrita karanam apigruhya When both the ears are blocked, closed. Ninadam eva nadathu eva agne eva jvalataha upashrannoti Upashrannoti he hears. Ninadam eva is a rumbling sound. Nadatu eva a bellowing sound of a bull. Agne eva jvalataha like the crackling sound of the fire burning. Upaswanati that one hears when you, you close down your ears or plug block your ears, that sound that you hear, that is how you hear that jyoti. So, that jyoti of the light, which is param brahma, which is identified with the light in this body, can be seen as well as heard. So, the light is to be meditated upon as that which is seen as well as which is heard. Then Chakshushya Shruto Bhavadi, Chakshushya, he becomes beautiful, becomes sought after for being seen. Shruto Bhavadi also becomes famous or illustrious. <coughs> Yevam Veda, Yevam Veda, one who meditates this way, one who meditates that way. <coughs> so now says in line 25, idanam Vidyantaram Prastavadi having presented the meditation upon Param Brahma with the help of Gayatri, of which also the subsidiary meditation upon the Zvira Purusha, all the heroic persons like the Devata, Aditya was also stated, and also Brahma prapti as a result of that meditation, attainment of Brahman was a result that was stated. Hidhaim <coughs> Vidyantaram Now, the Upanishad presents here another Vidya, another meditation. Atha, Subhashagara says, Atha, Yata, Aso Vidwan, Swargam Lokam, Vira Purusha Sevanat Pratibadhyade, Atha, thereafter, so, Vidwan Svargam Lokam. This Vidwan, this meditator, Svargam Lokam Pratipadhyade attains the heavenly world. Vira Purusha Sevanad by meditating upon the heroic persons. <coughs> Says Anandigri, Parastha Divaha Deepyamanam Brahma Kaukshe Jyotishi Pratishi Adhyasya. Parastha diva dipyamanam brahman Brahman that shines beyond the heaven Kaukshe jyotishi That should be the pratiga, here the symbol upon which the idea of Brahman is superimposed is this Kaukshe jyoti The light that is in the Kukshi Kukshi means the stomach So light which is there in the stomach So heat that is in the stomach really is the is a place for concentration upon that you superimpose the idea of Brahman. So just tell you a different Pratika, so as you say, like Saligana becomes the pratiga symbol for meditating upon Lord Narayana or Linga is the or the symbol for meditating upon Lord Vishnu. So also this Jyoti here, the light in the stomach is presented here as the symbol or as Alambana as a prop for meditating upon. Param Brahma, which is a light of consciousness. <coughs> so, Parastha Divaha Dipyamanam Brahma. What is meant by Brahman that shines beyond heaven is Brahman that transcends the samsara. Kaukshe Jyotishi Pratigya Adhyasya. The Jyotishi is the light that obtains in Kaukshi or in the stomach. That is the Pratiga. Upon that, you superimpose the idea of Brahman, which is consciousness. And thus, that Brahman, which is his light within his stomach, is to be meditated upon as that which is seen as, as well as which is heard. This is what the Shuti says. Bhashyakara think that it is very clear. And therefore, Siddhavad Kritvah, arsam Adaya Tat so bhashyakara first presented the tatparya of this passage by Arthikam, so by arthabhatti and so the arthikam artham the meaning of this passage based on arthabhatti presumption so taking that bhashyakara presents here the tatparya the purpose of this passage <coughs> so here the vidwan bhashyakara says swargam lokam veerapurusha purush sevana pratipadate Sridharam Virana, Viryavatam, Adityadinam, Purushanam, Sevanath, Adhyana Idhyavad. That this person, the meditator, assigns the heavenly world by meditating upon the heroic persons. Who are they? Viryavatam, who the heroism of the valid. Adityadiyanam, Aditya, Chandrama, so these are all the heroic persons. <coughs> Urushanam, What is Sevanam? Adhyanam. By meditating upon Aditya. Chandrama, Disha, All these different devutas are there. Akasham. And so, these different devutas are there for the purpose of meditation. So, one attains the Swargam Lokam or the Heavenly World. So, this was stated. <coughs> then also, Bhastikara says, Yatcha Uptam Tripadashyamratam Deve Yithi Tadidam Lingena Cakshusrotrendriya Gosaram Apadaitavyam Yatha Ajnade Dhrumadilingena Yachuktam. and that we have stated Tripa asya divi asya amrutam tripad divi the three feet of this Paramatma shines in heaven meaning shines in its own light in its own effulgence so that's the param brahma that's the light that is what is stated you know so Devi, divi that which is in the heaven meaning that which shines in its own light in its own effulgence thus Paramatma, param, param Brahma is presented earlier also as the light of consciousness which self-effulgent. Tadidam. So, the meditation upon Brahman such as that was stated. And also, the meditation upon the Virupur by which you get heavenly worlds, so heavenly world was stated. Tadidam, lingena apadaitavyam. So, Shruti thinks that, that Brahman also should be. May to be known to this person by a link or by evidence that Brahman is there and that there is evidence. So that apadaitavyam that arises in you also an understanding of conviction that Brahman such as that is there. Chakshur Shrotrendira Gocharam The Brahman is Chakshur Gocharam that it can be seen. Shrotrendira Gocharam it can be heard. And that way this, this Seeing and hearing become linga, they become only evidences. So that you can hear Brahman, you can see Brahman. So the seeing and hearing become the evidence of establishing the presence of Brahman which is consciousness. Yatha agnyadi dhuumad lingena Just as agnyadi fire etc. So you are made to know that there is fire by the evidence of smoke. So when you see the smoke there, you know that fire must be there, because smoke cannot be without the fire. It says, <coughs> So one who's drishti is not very sharp. The drishti of the mind also is not very sharp. And there were that person, drishtam ca śrutam ca then that person also should have a conviction. So before you can meditate upon something which is not quite within your grasp, and you'll be able to ultimately meditate when you make an effort for a long time, but before that at least you should have conviction that if you want to meditate upon Lord Krishna, there should be conviction in mind that Lord Krishna is, you know. So whatever it is that you want to meditate upon, there must be a conviction that it is. And for that you need a certain assurance. And therefore, here this linga or the evidence is presented. So this person has an assurance. dristam sutam chamaya that I have heard Brahman, I have seen Brahman, it's there. Anyata dhrishtatva sutatva abhyam brahmani dhyana dhyana asiddhe because The Upanishad warns you to perform meditation upon Brahman as that which is seen as well as that which is heard. So unless you see and hear, it is not possible for you to meditate upon that as seen and heard. (coughs) So, drishtam sutam chamaya, yes I have seen Brahman, I have heard Brahman. That is why Brahman possesses attributes of being seen and being heard and that's how it is to meditate upon. (coughs) Parasya apratipatthu ap lingayana pratyayana drastandhama. Parasya apratipatthu. Ap so param is param brahma, is apratipatthu. Ap so when you cannot know it directly, lingayana pratyayana. So if the pratyaksha is not there, immediate knowledge is not there, then there is what we call the paroksha the indirect knowledge. Like, the, you do not see the fire which is burning there, but you see the smoke. And so, when you see the smoke, then When you see the smoke, then there is in you, this confidence or conviction, that fire. So that's called Pratyaya. Pratyaya means a conviction that arises in you. So Pratyaya, for, for, for the conviction that there is fire, for that conviction to arise in you, you need something. In this case, the evidence in the form of smoke. <coughs> so, how the evidence in the form of smoke is able to create in you a conviction for the presence of the fire, and so also the evidence of the hearing, seeing, and hearing create can create in you the conviction that Brahman is, <coughs> and Brahman is here in the stomach, is as, as the jyoti, as a light in the stomach. Sisannagiri viprati pannam prati. Dhuma adhiligena, agnyadh pratyayate, pratyayate, vipradipannampadi. So, person in whom there is doubt or lack of conviction or confusion. Dhuma adhiligena, linga or the evidence of smoke, etc. Agnyadh pratyayate, fire, etc. So, conviction about the presence of fire, etc. is created. And so, that it just rained here, you can see the roads are all wet, then that is the evidence that it must have rained, you know, so that's how the wet roads become the linga the evidence for, in, for creating you the confidence there or the conviction that it must have rained. Tatha sparsha de lingene drishtutva idam pratyekavyam ityardha so by touching, by hearing, this that Brahman, which is the form of light in the stomach, is possessed of the characteristics of being heard and being seen being seen and being heard. This pratyadabhyam, this kind of Pratyaya or conviction should arise before you can meditate upon that. So if there is a question whether Krishna is or not, you know, these questions are raised: whether Lord Krishna is a historical figure or not, Lord Rama is a historical figure or not. That's not the problem, because their all their prophets are historical. So that seems to be an important thing. That unless your God is historical, you know, He's not there. Something like that. I'm so stupid. So we don't need history. We don't need that whether Krishna was in a form or not. Krishna, the principle, is enough for us. Rama, the principle, is enough. There is a principle called Rama, which is which is the one that revels in the hearts of all, which is self of all, and then it is possessed of all these attributes, you know, that's enough. And so we don't, Indian mind doesn't bother whether historically and archaeologically you can prove or not, you know. And so historians will say you cannot prove that Krishna was, or Rama was, etc. You know, you cannot prove. So whatever evidence are available to today are not adequate for them to prove, you know, and therefore there was no Krishna, no Rama, who cares? Whether Krishna in form was there, right, it never occurred to us, you know, whether he was, you know, that he was not there. <coughs> but anyway, so this Pratyah, conviction has to arise, <coughs> that Krishna the principle is, Krishna which means the one that attracts everybody, which is Chakshushya, which is one that is sought after for being seen, Darshanam. That you know that Krishna has been actually seen, experienced by great sages. So for Surdas or for Mirabai, Krishna is just evident. And Rama is evident for somebody like Tulsidas and therefore and many other devotees. And so there is enough evidence for us. We don't care whether history is there or not. Our evidence comes from the scriptures and it comes from the experiences of the saints. And so shruti, yukti and anuhava and thus this is how our conviction arises. Somebody's conviction can arise from historicity. Our conviction arises from scriptures and the experience of the wise of the saints. <coughs> And the way you can see Krishna, the way Surdas saw or Mirabai saw, that's for sure because they did. And many of the devotees have seen, and that being the case, so these days people see Mary and Christ. Mary appears before people, you know, and so who knows whether she was there? Even Christ's stories is also questioned by the way, whether such an entity as Christ was there or not is questionable, and Mary and all kinds of things that are said about that is. Uh, so, there are all sorts of books and all kinds of things, you know, in on this subject. <coughs> but I don't think it matters to Christians whether Christ is a for figure or not, because Christ has been experienced by many saints, many also is seen, experienced by many people. So, that's the proof of that being there in whatever form it is, whether a tangible form is there or not, or whether a, a subtle form is there. <coughs> That has to be there. The fact that all this is written about them and this experience has to be there. <coughs> so this pratyaya, this conviction, is very important on the mind of the devotee. Then alone there can be devotion. Then alone there can be then unswerving devotion can be there, and so your mind doesn't get shaken up when some obstacles come and then Krishna does not come before you. Then you say, there is no Krishna. This isn't you know. So if the conviction is there, then you persist. Because uh, you don't get success in meditation right away, it takes a long time. And for you to make that kind of an effort, there must be a conviction. There must be a motivation. That motivation arises from conviction. Yathoktasya is, lingena pratyam kimi
1: Question
0: is. Why is it that the Shruti wants to create in us this conviction about the presence of this light, that is consciousness? For what purpose? Tatra Tathai, this Bhagavad says, Tathahi evam eva idam iti yasokte arthe draprati Cha, ide. Tathahi, only when a conviction like that is created, then evam, idam eva. So this is how, this is how Brahman is, this is how the light of consciousness is, for anything, for whatever is that you are told, when it is not something that you can directly experience, For that, Shraddha is required. So, van, Shraddha is called for when you do not, when it is not the matter of your own knowledge. When you know something, of course Shraddha is not required. So, Shraddhavan, Labhate, Jnanam, knowledge, so Shraddha precedes the knowledge. Because Shraddha is required for something which you do not know, otherwise there is no Shraddha, then you know that it is there. And Shraddha is required for you to worship for you to meditate. The meditation is all worship. And so eva this is how it is, the yathoktyarthe drudaprati disyad, then a firm conviction arises in the mind of this devotee, the meditator, about what he is told. In this case it is a light of consciousness but it could be anything else. <coughs> So is सति Tashapratyane एव Eva Idam Jyotihi, Nanyathayati Evam, Yathokte, Parasminna Upasy Jyotisi, Dradiat, Lingadvara Tasapratyane Sati. So by the evidence when there arises conviction about this jyoti of the night, Eva Idam Jyotihi. This jyoti of the light of consciousness is indeed possessed of these two attributes of being seen and being heard. Nanyatha. And not the other way around. Not anything different from that. This jyoti is indeed possessed of the attributes of being seen and being heard. is not different from that. Iti evam. In this manner, yathokte arte. Yathokte means what? Parasminna upasya jyoti shi with reference to the subject matter. In this case with reference to the Parasmin Jyotishe, the Supreme or the Transcendental Light of Consciousness, Yathokte, which, was, which is what was said like Tripadasya Amrutam Devi. So we said that the immortal three quarters of this, of Brahman is transcendental. Now how, you know, it's not a matter of your experience. Meaning it transcends your eye, your sense, organs and mind, it is yourself, fortunately, otherwise you would never know it also. But then a confidence has to be created in your conviction. <coughs> so, jyotishi, dhudadishyad, then a firm conviction will arise in the mind of this person. And that is required for worship. That's required for meditation or worship. How can you worship something or somebody which you are not sure whether it is there or not? You cannot. And therefore, not only that, but you are worshipping somebody based on certain attributes. That Lord Krishna means beauty, it means joy, it means freedom, it means love. And so that, that is, that is Lord Krishna possessed the attributes, that conviction also should arise. Not only presence of Lord Krishna, but then the attributes Lord Krishna possesses. That's all these Bhagavatam, the Puranas are there to create this conviction, so you can meditate or worship Him that way. So understand that worship always calls for attributes. Worship always is of Saguna Brahma, Brahman, possessed of attributes. And so when you worship, then the attributes of what you are worshiping become important. So when you want to show respect or adoration, then you, you adore something or somebody based on the greatness that that one has. So this person was great. So you look at his memory, his photographic memory. His grasping power was just wonderful. So this is how a person is described. Then, so you want to adore that person? Then for adoring, these attributes are required. So when you think of those attributes, the adoration, the the spirit of adoration comes in you. So spirit of adoration, worship, respect comes only because of the greatness of something or somebody. So Mahatma Jnana Purvastu, Therefore, Mahatma jnana, or the knowledge of the glory of the greatness of what you want to worship is very important. So then there is a conviction that this is how Ishvara is or the object of worship is is such and such. Therefore then Sudrudha, the Isneha or the, the, the affection that arises is for. <coughs> so all worship calls for attributes. And it calls for a relationship also, ultimately, that is why in Bhakti also relationship is also very much stressed that you should create a relationship with the Vishta as my father, my mother, my brother, my master, my son, my friend, whatever, some relationship. Because it is a relationship that invokes the affection in you. So this woman is my mother, I mean, woman is one thing, my mother is a different thing, father is a different thing. Brother is different thing. So it's that relation that invokes in you the affection. And so you should know the attributes you should be able to relate. All of this is called for in worship. tad tadbunasya, jyotisha, adhyana. If that conviction that is jyotiva that right can be seen and heard, if that cannot be ascertained by you, then you cannot meditate upon Jyoti in that way. As I say, unless you ascertain Lord Krishna was a heroic person. How? That's how children want to know. As I told you earlier also, the children in America, when they see this this serial of Krishna, then I thought the children will be turned off to see a God who keeps on killing these demons. One by says, no Swamiji, I love Krishna because he's so he's so heroic he's so powerful the god must be because they want a powerful god you know, who can destroy everything meaning that who can remove the obstacles who can protect them so god must be powerful then only he can protect you if god is not powerful then what's the use of that god and so that god is powerful that conviction is created when they see this so, Aghasura, Bakasura, all these asuras come one by one and they are taken care of, you know, and so that's how he's a powerful God. <coughs> Otherwise, tad Gunasya Jyotisa adhyana, you cannot meditate upon this or light of consciousness with those attributes unless a conviction of all those attributes is created in you. <coughs> Mahabhut Parascha jyotiśa yathokta guṇasya aseśa upāsanam All right, you meditate upon the light of consciousness. Why worry about meditating upon that as possessive attributes of being seen and heard? So Mahabhut, Parascha jyotiśa yathokta guṇasya aseśa upāsanam You may not be able to meditate upon that jyoti or the light in every way as possessive attributes, Suppose in you the conviction of the attributes is not created, what does it matter? You can still meditate upon the jyoti as light of consciousness, but not as possess of these attributes of drishtatva and shvatatva of, of the object of hearing and seeing and hearing. <coughs> so that it is ananya, it is not separate, and so that nischa also is required. Says Anandagri. Kaukshayasya Jyotisha Sanyakarshat Jeeva Abhedam Parikalpya Jadharam Jyoti Brahmatvena Brahmadi Ananyatvena Dhyane Jeeva Brahmano Ekataya Nischa Ascha Artha now, these two kinds of jyotis are told here. Kaukshayasche jyotishaya. So, Kukshi is one and Jathara actually dictionary meanings are not really too separate. Kukshi also means belly and Jathara can mean stomach. But for Jathara also belly and Kukshi also stom- both meanings are given. But let us say that Kukshi means belly and Jathara means stomach. So belly is a general area. Stomach is a particular organ. So actually heat or the light is in the stomach. So jatharagni, the digestive fire is in the stomach. Now you cannot touch stomach. You can only touch your belly. So I guess when you touch the belly and feel the heat, it's a heat which is stomach that you're feeling, you know. So say that kaukshayasya jyotisha sannikarshat. This kaukshaya jyoti, the light of the heat which is in the belly is sannikarsha, is proximate, <coughs> jiva abhedam parikalpya. So, what is proximate is your own self. Therefore, this heat or the light that you feel in the belly is equal to jiva. So, jiva abhedam parikalpya, jadharam jyotihi. But this heat in the belly cannot be unless there is heat in the stomach. It is, this is what my mind. this is what I guess is what is meant here, you know, because this Jathanam Jyoti and then Kaukshe Jyoti and Brahm, so anyway. So that's how Jathanam Jyoti brahmaiti. And therefore that Jyoti the heat which is there and light or heat which is there in the Jathara of the stomach is Brahman. So heat that you feel in the belly is jiva, and heat that you feel in the stomach is, is Brahman and both are one because the heat which is there in the stomach is what you're feeling in the belly, therefore both are one. So consciousness with Brahman alone is the consciousness, there is jiva. So what do you mean the experience is proximate The consciousness that is your own self, there is jiva. And this jiva cannot have consciousness unless Brahman, which is consciousness, is there, which is remote. So the the light or the heat which is in the stomach is remote, and the heat which you feel in the belly is is proximate. Therefore, the proximate cannot be unless the remote is. Jiva cannot be consciousness or conscious unless Brahman consciousness is. Or the light cannot be in the east belly unless there is light or the heat in the stomach. That's how both are one. So that's how Jiva and Brahma are one. So, Idi Ananyatvena Dhyane, therefore the heat in the belly is meditated upon, is not separate from the heat in the stomach jiva brahmano ho nischaya artha siddhyati and that is how as a consequence also arises the nischaya, the conviction about oneness of jiva and brahma because there is conviction of the oneness of these two light. What two light? kauksaya jyotihi and jathara jyotihi, the light which is in the belly and light in the stomach. <coughs> So this upasana of meditating upon that light, possessed of the attributes of being heard and being seen is important. Those attributes are important. Not only meditating upon that jyoti is important, but meditating upon that as possessed of these two attributes also is important. Because those two attributes contribute the idea of oneness of Jiva and brahma. Otherwise, you meditate upon consciousness, alright. But then, what you hear and what you see is that Jiva is approximate and you cannot hear that unless Brahman is. And that's how these two attributes also create in you the conviction of the identity of Jiva and Brahman. And that's how that med- that total meditation, including the attributes of Drishtattva, Shrutatva is important because there is these two attributes in renew the conviction about the Ananyata, the oneness of Jiva and Brahman. Shri <clears> Dhanagiri, Atha Shabdasya Vidyantara Aarambhar Sattvam Abhipaitya. So Shruti says, Atha Yad Atha Parodivah, Atha is what, thereafter, thereafter means what, having Presented the meditation upon Brahman with the help of the Gayatri. Now is presented the meditation of Brahman in different way. So this is a different kind of meditation thereafter. So Asa Shabdasya Vidyantara Arambarsatma Abhivetya Vidyantaram, so Anantaryam. That Asa means that one Vidya or one meditation is completed. Now the other meditation starts with the you know, accepting this, taking that. Granthasya <coughs> tatpar Muktva. And also the purport of the following text also is stated. The purpose is to present before us the lingo, the evidence to establish the presence of Jyotihi and also to create conviction about the oneness of Jiva and Brahma. So that is the tatpar. the purport of this particular text. This is how Bhaskara stated the purport. <clears throat> that this passage presents the meditation upon Jyoti is taken for granted. But further, the tapa is that this passage presents the link or the evidence for establishing the presence of Jyoti in the mind of in the mind of the meditator. So, to create that conviction is the purport of this passage. Not only to present the meditation, but to create also the conviction with the help of the link of the evidence. <clears throat> then Bhashreka now explains the remaining words of this passage. First introducing, Bhashreka then explains, atah aityadina, yad so, atah parah. So, Vashyagar then says, Ataha Aha. Therefore, Upanishad says, inasmuch as one vidya is concluded, another vidya is being stated, then also the evidence of the linga about the drishtattva ar- are also stated. Therefore, presenting that, the Upanishad says, Yat Ataha. Amushmaad divaha dhulokaad paraha param ite lingavyachayena yat ataf paraha. So, ataha is the fifth case here. no know, ataf means beyond this. What is ataha? Amushmaad divaha dhulokaad paraha. So, that which is beyond that or beyond that other world which is the heaven. So, that which is beyond the heaven. So, Paraha is masculine, Param is linga you should change that gender and understand Paraha's meaning Param, because it is the Visheshana or attribute of Jyoti which is a neuter gender. So, Jyoti is a neuter gender by the way in Sanskrit, you know, of course in Gujarat it is, it is feminine. So, commonly we give the name Jyoti. So, sometimes, you know, people who don't know this, they say, oh, they make fun of these names in Gujarati. Oh, Jyoti. So, that's the name, you know. And so, uh, all this, this so many such names are there, like Vipenam, you know. So, Vipenam also is a, is a neuter word. But anyway, so we use it as a masculine word. <coughs> and so on and so forth. This is how uh, many such names, uh, the gender is different. Savita. So, uh, Savita also. So Savitru is masculine and Savita is actually nominative singular of the word Savitru. But then, because Akaranthas is taken as feminine, you know. In Gujarati is not Savitru, is Savita. And there were Akarantas. So Jyoti, it's not Jyotish is a word actually in Sanskrit. But in Gujarat is Jyoti. So it is Ikaranda. So it becomes feminine. Akaranda becomes feminine. <coughs> anyway, so Param it is Lingga vyatni. You should change this gender from Paraha to Param. Change means understand it that way. Says Anagiri, Yat it is Kramya, Jyoti it is upa Samharat, Paraha it is upa Lingga Ahara. And so, because yat Atah paro divo jyotihi. So yat paraha jyotihi. So begins with yat. Yat idiopakramya. Jyoti utopasam maraad and concluding with jyotihi. In between this paraha. Therefore, how can it be masculine? That was said, param lingam yatayana. So we should understand the rest. Param, don't read in that way. Read paro jyotihi, but then param jyoti is what we should understand. <coughs> Jyotir, Jyotir So that supreme light that shines beyond the heaven. Then says Anandagiri, Kadachitka Prakashatva Abhavaat Katham Deep Di Prayoga. So when do you say that light shines? when well, sometimes it does not shine. Then only you can say it shines. If it always shines, then you don't say that it shines. But then, chitka Prakashatva The light of consciousness is not that it shines now and does not shine later, it always shines. So in case of the light of consciousness, the Kadachitka, Kadachitka means that being at some point in time and not at that time. So Kadachit is there, at some time it is there, sometimes it is not there, but that does not apply to the light of consciousness. Then Katham Deep Yadaya then word upanishad it shines. So that's not necessarily the rule, but anyway, so you can say the sun shines, although it's not that it stops shining sometime. But usually now the light is there. Because sometimes lights are not there, so sometimes they blackout, and so lights are not there. So about Jyoti Basu, this person says, you know, how he has ruined this whole Calcutta and everything, Bengal, but anyway, lot of criticism about the poor man. But one of the things before he became the chief minister, I think in 67 or 77 or whenever he became, before that he was a minister, cabinet minister in the government, you know, of West Bengal. At that time, there came a proposal for for, uh, for building power plants. He so says, Power plant? You want power? For what? What are you going to do? Eat it? You know? That's how we actually ridicule this industrialization. So, Actually, so, when actually his procession was going on, that's when there was blackout because Kalkata power shedding was going on, you know. And so, the power shedding was going on right when his funeral procession was there. Anyway, so this is how things become so funny. So then the light has come because light is not always there. So because there is blackout also. But that is not the case here. So, Swayam Prabham Bhastakara says, Swayam Prabham... Sada prakashatwar. iva deepya de. What is self-shining? Self-ifulden. So Sada prakashatwar which shines always. Therefore, you cannot shining if it shining implies that it shines now and then and that now and then doesn't apply. Deepya iva deepyade. As though it shines, you know. So Therefore, if deepyate means now and then, then this one always shines. <coughs> Therefore, an evakar is added. So yate eva deepyate. <coughs> kasmat eva yadi prayojyate, deepyate eva deepyate. Why do you say that it shi- as though shines? There is an evakar there, as though kasmat eva yadi prayojyate. So why are you employing this word eva as though mukhyameva eva deepyam kim Why not actually there is a light. So there is actually, actually light. Why not do you think that there is light. So ordinary light that you know always shines now and then. There is no light that shines forever. Here is a light that shines forever. Therefore that it shines generally that prayoga that use would not be there. That's why Vashyakara is as though shines. But then why do you say as though shines? Why don't you say conscious actually shines like the light, you know? So, mukhyamaro deep yamaradam Why not the conscious shines like, like the flame or something like that? Iti so asanga agnya is Vashyakara says, This light of consciousness is not the light, like the flame of the fire. So flame is there now and not later, so flame is there now and then. So you cannot imagine that consciousness shines like the flame of fire because it is actually light of consciousness and not a physical light also, both ways. This light of consciousness is not the the light, the physical light. Or the elemental light, like the light of fire or light of sun, that's element fire. This is not so. Therefore, it doesn't shine in the conventional manner also. Because when you say it shines, then you imagine a light. And people think that that is what Brahman is, a light. But no, it is not material light or physical light or elemental light. But then it is still light of a different class, in as much as it is self-evolution, That illumines. What is light? Light is that which illumines. Inasmuch as as Brahman illumines everything, consciousness illumines everything. So every form of knowledge in the mind is illumined by consciousness. And the mind in turn illumines the objects. And that's how Tamevabhantam Anubhadi Sarvam. The light of consciousness shines, and everything shines in that light. So because light is that which illumines, and consciousness also illumines, therefore, you call it light. But if the word light creates in you the notion that it is a, it is like a flame, then it is a deep vadeva deep It is not light like flame. <coughs> so, therefore, Bhashyakara says, Agnyadi Deepte Asambhavad. So, light like the flame of the fire is not possible in this case. So, it is not a flame. Does it doesn't burn something you know. So, don't think that in the stomach also there is a flame, you know, which burns or the light which shines etc. So what is meant Is the light of consciousness. (coughs) (coughs) Heto uvaitra sambhava. So, deepte (coughs) sambhavaat. Both, it is not the actually fire, light or the flame that is there in the stomach. Nor it is a flame, the conscious also is not a flame, and what is the stomach also is not the flame. So both ways this is applicable. <coughs> then now continuing further, Vishvata prushtheshu, sarvatah prushtheshu, anuttameshu, uttameshu, lokeshu. So this jodhi deepyade, the light of conscious shines beyond the heaven, where does it shine? In the world. So in the unsurpassingly good world, you can say, you know, so anuttameshu uttameshu. In the world that are, in the realms that are good, anuttam, unsurpassingly good, unsurpassingly exhausted realms, this light shines, that is what is meant by shining beyond the heaven. So viśvat prasteshu, beyond everything, so beyond the world, sarvatah beyond everything. <coughs> So, Bhashyakara explains that Vishwata Prosteshu Ityeta Sivya Khyanam Sarvata Prosteshu Ity So, Vishwata Prosteshu Upanishad Vishwata Prosteshu Sarvata Prosteshu So, Vishva so, and Sarva are not really different meanings but then, that's why Bhashyakar is Sarvata Prasteshvav is a Vyakhyanam, is an explanation of Vishvata Prasteshvav. So Vishva may think that it is world, and so it is beyond the world, but that Vishva is beyond everything. <coughs> now, there is a footnote 1 there, Vishvata Yatra, Vishva Shabdasya Sankuchita Vruttitvam Asankya Sarvataityuktam. In case the word Vishwa does not include everything, the word Vishwa includes the world, or the visible world. It may not include the subtle world, etc., and therefore saṅkhuchita Vrittitvam āsankya. The word Vishwa may create an idea of something which is in a way limited, therefore Sarvata dektam. No, it is not limited to the world, it is not limited to anything. <coughs> Now that creates another problem, says Ananagri, Sarva Shabdasya Asankoti dvarti tvar, Atmanobi, Tena Sangri Hita Twat. So Sarvatha Prushteshu. It is beyond everything. Everything need not be restricted. So what everything is unrestricted and never asangutitattvat, atma nobi, te nasangrihita tvat, everything also will include Atma. So, Sarvata prashteshu, beyond everything. No, everything is, if you do not restrict the meaning of everything then, it would include Atma also, would it not? Somebody may think that, that also would include Atma, then it is beyond the Atma also. Katham tasmat urdham brahman upannam So, if, then how can you say, Brahman is beyond Atma also, because Brahman is the Self. So, if Sarvam, everything includes Atma also, it is beyond everything, in that case also, how can you say Brahman is beyond Atma? It is Aashangya, Samsara, so Bhashrikara says, Samsara upare ityarthah, Samsara evahi evahisarvah, So Samsara upare, it is beyond the, the phenomenal world. Samsara, it is beyond the phenomenal creation which is what the gross, subtle, causal, all of that is included in samsara. So beyond everything is beyond samsara, beyond the phenomenal creation. Taseva Sarasabdavachyatma upapada. Why do you say that the samsara means sarva? say, say, samsareva is sarva, because phenomenal world is everything. So whenever you think of everything, you never include Atma in that, you know. When you think of everything, you only think of phenomenal world. And therefore, the word Sarva includes only the, means phenomenal world. Meaning that this Jyoti of the light transcends the phenomenal world. <coughs> so, Tatrana Chakshur Gachati, Na Gachati, Na Manaha. So that which is within the scope of the eyes, or the organs of perception, speech of or the organs of action, and the mind, there is called samsara. That's the phenomenal creation and it's beyond that. <coughs> also says, tasya anekatvena sarva Sarva means everything, you know. now when everything means many things are there. Everything is not one. The word sarva, or everything includes many many things. It includes more than one. So Tasya Anekatvena. So word Sarva also implies many things. Everything implies many things. There were samsara alone includes many things. There were Tasya Sarva Sabda Arhatva. So because samsara of the phenomenal world, it implies or it suggests many things and there were the word sarva which also suggests many things and samsara also is many things therefore samsara alone deserves or the the word sarva is appropriate for samsara or samsara is the appropriate meaning of the word sarva because sarva also implies many things samsara also implies many things (coughs) Ātmani sarva shabda Anupattimaha. Ātma cannot be Included or cannot be meant by the word sarva. Vasugara says, "Asamsari na ha, ekatwa nirbhedatwa
1: chet.
0: samsari, so that which is transcend the phenomenal creation, nirbhedatwa cha So samsara or sarva has manyness as well as consists of many diverse things, many divisions also." So there are dvaita, duality also is there, as well as manyness also is there, variety also is there. Atma is free from duality as well as variety. Therefore, asamsarana ekatvaar. Brahma Self, asamsari, which is not the phenomenon, is not creation, is not part of phenomenal world or creation. That's why it is asamsari. The wall is asamsayana dhana Brahma is... It transcends or is beyond or devoid of all the samsara dharma, like hunger and thirst, like old age and death, like grief and delusion—all samsara dharma. So that which transcends the samsara is called samsari, and that entity is only one, undivided, indivisible. Swegatvat <coughs> nirbhedaatvat, whereas word sarva always implies or suggests many things and we also says many divisions samsara consists of many things and has many divisions therefore samsara alone deserves to be indicated by the word sarva and not atma siddhanti <coughs> sarva shabdasya anekarth anekartha vachitvat atmani cha ekatvat prakara bhedasya cha nitya mukte tasmim asambhavat natasya Sarva shabdhat prati dihit yartha. Sarva Shabdasya sya anekarthu achitvat. So, word sarva means, anekarth meaning, possessed of many things, or consisting of many things. Atmanichekatvat, where atma is one, doesn't consist of many things, atma is one. Prakara vedasya, not only is sarva world, and sarva means everything, consists of many things. Conserve different kinds of things, like ghata and pata are all different. So, this bheda also is the divisions, also is there. Ghata doesn't have patatvam, pata doesn't have ghatatvam, thus the anyonya bhava, one object is distinct from the other object. So, these distinctions also are there, manness also are there. So, anekatvam and nirvhedatvam, both of these are there, Vinnatvam rather is there, and atma is and nirvhina or nirveda. <coughs> Prakarabheda sthacha nitya Mukte tasmina sambhavat. Atma is nitya mukta. Nitya mukta is ever free, ever liberated. It can be ever liberated only if it is of one kind consistently. If the self is of one kind now and one kind later on, or self of mind is of one kind, self of view is of a different kind. That's prakarabheda. Atma, either it is of this kind now and of a different kind later on. Then there is no nityata in there. So what is nitya? Nitya means eternal has to be changeless. Otherwise that which changes will become perishable. So atma is nitya. And nitya mukta also is ever free or ever liberated. Therefore there cannot be prakar atma of this kind and atma of that kind. The different kindness cannot be in atma. Therefore manliness also cannot be there. But sometimes a thing may be one. But it may change. So thing can be one, but then it can change. So now atma is bright, and then it becomes dull, and now it is ananda, then it becomes something else. No, that prakara bheda also cannot be. If atma is nitya and mukta, so if it is eternal, it is changeless and free, then it must be also immortal. When it changes, it becomes perishable. So then it, what perish? Suppose even is mukta now and becomes bound later. You know that kind of prakara is there. Now atma is liberated. So, so oh, this wise person is liberated now, then he becomes bound. He cannot be Nitya Mukta. So, Nitya Mukta tasmin asambhavat So, this kind of prakara veda, this kind of divisions of the kind, cannot be in the self which is Nitya Mukta, ever liberated. Nitya Therefore, Atma cannot be the object of Pratiri, object of thought, when you think of the word Sarva. So when the word Sarva or everything is uttered, in your mind the Atma can never occur. The idea or the the notion or the concept that the word Sarva creates, that cannot include Atma. Because the word Sarva implies many things and divisions. And Atma is not many, not many kind, not divided, therefore Atma cannot be a part of the conviction or the idea that is created by the word Sarva. (coughs) So, viśvatah prashthesu, sarvatah prashthesu. It is beyond the world, it is beyond everything. <clears throat> okay, we'll continue. Om Pūrna Madhah Pūrna Midam Pūrnaat Pūrna Pur Pūrna Asya Pūrna Madhahaya om shante shante shankaram shankaracharyam keshavam vadarayanam sutra bhashya vande ishvaro gurur murti hena vyoma vat vyapta dehaya dakshina murthaye namaha om shantih shantih hare ho shri
1: guruvyah namaha hare ho